section fifty five of the divine comedy by dante alighieri translated by courtney langdon this librivox recording is in the public domain purgatorio canto twenty one purgatory the fifth ring avarice and prodigality statius the cause of the earthquake the natural thirst which can never be quenched save by the water asked for by the lowly young woman of samaria as a boon was troubling me while hurry spurred me on behind my leader o'er the cumbered path and i was grieving for the just revenge then lo as luke records for us that christ when risen from the burial cave appeared before the two upon the road a shade appeared and came behind us as we watched the crowd which lay around us at our feet but we perceived him not hence he spoke first and said may god my brethren give you peace we turned at once and to this greeting virgil replied with that which corresponds to it then he began within the blessed assembly mayst thou be set at peace by that just court which in eternal exile bindeth me what he replied as quickly on we went if ye are shades whom god deigns not on high who guided you so far along his stairs my teacher then if thou regard the marks which this one bears and which the angel draws thou'lt see that with the good he needs must reign but whereas she who spinneth night and day had not as yet drawn off for him the flax which clotho lays and packs for every one his soul which sister is to thee and me could not in climbing here come up alone because it seeth not as we hence i out of the ample throat of hell was drawn to show the way to him and i shall show it as far as e'er my school can lead him on but tell us if thou knowest why the mountain shook so just now and why all seemed to shout with one accord down to its oozy base thus by his asking he had threaded so the needle's eye of my desire that merely with hope my thirst had come to be less craving the former then began nothing exists which this mount's sacred government can feel that void of order is or against its wont from every change this place up here is free whate'er heaven's self from its own self receives can be the cause of it and nothing else for neither rain nor hail nor snow nor dew nor frost falls any higher up than lies the little stairway of the three short steps clouds neither dense or rarefied appear nor lightning flashes nor yet thomas daughter who often changes quarter in the world dry vapour goes no higher than the top of those three steps whereof i spoke to thee and on which peter's vicar hath his feet below perhaps it trembles more or less but never quakes up here because of wind concealed i know not how inside the earth it trembles here whenever any soul feels pure enough to rise or starts to climb and such a cry as this endorses it of purity the will alone gives proof which seizing on the soul now wholly free to change its company by willing helps it it wills this from the first but that desire which gains the will god's justice turns toward pain as it was once toward sin allows it not and i who have five hundred years and more lain in this woe felt only now within me a free volition for a better sphere 
That's why thou didst the earthquake feel, and hear the pious spirits on this mountain praise, that Lord, who soon, I pray, will send them up. He thus addressed us, and since one in drink delights, according as his thirst is great, I could not say how much he did me good. And my wise leader, Now I see the net which holds you here, and how it opens, why it trembles here, and why ye all rejoice. Now who thou wast be pleased to let me know, and also let thy words include for me, why thou hast lain so many centuries here. At that time, when held by the Most High King, good Titus took due vengeance for the wounds, from which came forth the blood by Judas sold, I was in great renown. That spirit said, Up yonder with the name which longest lasts, and honors most, but not as yet with faith. So sweet my song, that, though to loosen, Rome drew me to herself, where I deserved to have my temples crowned with myrtle wreath. Statius they call me still up there, of Thebes I sank, of great Achilles next, but neath this second load I sank upon the way. The seeds of my enthusiasm were the sparks which warmed me, of that fire divine wherewith more than a thousand poets are inflamed. I mean the innate, which my mother was a nurse in poetry, and lacking which not by a drachm's weight had I stirred the scales. And to have lived on earth when Virgil lived, to one son's period more would I consent than what I owe to issue from my ban. These words turned Virgil toward me with a look which silently, Be silent, said, and yet the power that wills cannot do everything. For tears and laughter follow so the passion, from which they each take rise, that least of all do they obey the will in those most truthful. I only smiled like one who winks, whereat the shade kept still, and looked into my eyes, wherein expression is most fixed, and said, So mayst thou bring unto a happy end so great a toil. Why was it that thy face showed me just now the flashing of a smile? I now am caught on one side and the other. One asks for silence, the other conjures me to speak. I therefore sigh, and by my teacher am understood. Be not afraid to talk, the latter said to me. But speak, and tell him what he so eagerly desires to know. I therefore said, Perhaps thou marvellest, O ancient spirit, at the smile I gave, but I would have still greater wonder seize thee. This spirit here, who upward leads mine eyes, that Virgil is, from whom thou didst of old derive the strength to sing of men and gods. If thou hast given my smile some other cause, leave it as not the true one, and believe it was the words thyself didst say of him. Already was he stooping to embrace my teacher's feet, but he said, Brother, no, for thou a shade now dost a shade behold. Rising, he said, thou now canst understand the sum of love which warmeth me toward thee since i forget our disembodied state and act with shades as if they solid were end of purgatorio canto twenty one